All right, ladies and gentlemen, buddy, listen, got a uh, very, very special guest. One of uh, one of our guys, our true, uh, I think, true friends. When you're working and you have a coach that everybody can relate to. This is somebody that Sherman and I specifically, he was our guy. He, we walk in every day. He's got the, you just walk in, you feel a different type of energy when you walk around Rubes. Barry Rubin, longtime chief strength coach, longtime NFL strength coach. and uh, Hall of Fame strength coach. Oh, yeah, Hall of Famer. Thank you, Sean. One of our true friends. So uh, welcome in, Rubes. Thank you. It's so good to be with y'all. You know, it's always great seeing both of y'all and, been to hang out with y'all and um y'all two are real real special people appreciate that rubes well, we think the same of you rubes we uh when we uh went through the list you were you were one of the top top guys for one of the first couple episodes that we want uh we wanted to hang out and and talk to you and and uh have some fun for the next hour it will be fun we wanted to make sure we got you in before you head down south <laughs> so we're like all right we got to get rubes before he leaves us we know you Recently retired, how's uh, how, how's retirement treating you? You know what? It's going good. Like I say, every night's Friday and every day's Saturday. So, oh, wow. I love <laughs> that. Yeah, it's been good. I've, you know, enjoyed being able to watch college football and, you know, all the NFL games and watching the Chiefs play. And, uh, no, it's been good. And been to spend time with Nicole. And we've been going down to um, Arkansas to see – our daughter daily in the Louisiana where I'm from. Um, so it's good. We just got back. We went and saw LSU and Arkansas play down in Baton Rouge. So that was a lot of fun. I mean, now for you, like, has it been the same for like for both of us? Uh, if the chiefs do lose, it's not as, uh, you don't consuming. Feel, you, you don't feel as bad. Yeah. You don't feel it as like that Monday and Tuesday, you yeah. know, it just you might flip to the next I mean, when and you, watch the next game. Yeah, you know, when you lose, it's like a death in the family. Yeah. You know, when you're yeah. part of it, it is like a death in the family. And then, But Wednesday, you got to be over it. Yep. Because oh, you yeah. start practice for the next opponent, and, you know, you got to put it behind you. But, um, it, yeah, it is different being away from it, and, you know, you don't have that stress of having to win. Or, mm-hmm. And um, But it's been good. I've, I've enjoyed it. It's been really is it weird being out? Like, obviously, you. I think the biggest part of a strength coach, I feel like, is summer. Yeah, that's that's your main main time to spend time with the guys. You're kind of the only coach that can really do a lot of things that uh, other NFL coaches aren't. The rules with the CBA and all the weird weird things with the NFL. You're kind of the one guy that you can actually do some cool things in the summer and and get the team working out and get that camaraderie going. Is it Was that the weirdest time? Was that the hardest time to adjust for you? You know, I would probably have to say more so this season. Yeah. You know, watching when it's really happening, the mm-hmm. games are really going on, and um, watching them play. And I can remember when I, was, uh, when I graduated college in 1980 and I became a strength coach the next year, even though I was in strength coaching, I still missed playing for right. one year. And then it was kind of behind me, and mm-hmm. I didn't think too much of it after that. And so I'm kind of thinking maybe it'll be the same here the first year. I'll really miss it, um, you know, because there's so many guys on the team and right. coaches on the team that you know and and um, hope that they do so well. And then after that, it kind of, you know. Yeah, as guys move on. Moves team, on. And, team changes. And yeah. then three to five years – you know, the roster will be so different. and You won't know anybody on the team. It won't be many. I feel like that's different, though, with the Chiefs, especially coaches. I feel like 
the coaching turnarounds not as crazy as the player turnaround with, with coach Reed. Right. He's kind of got his guys. I've been there for so long. Uh, how'd you really get connected with coach Reed from the jump? I mean, I, we know you start, you start with the Packers. I started with the Packers and he was there when I got there. Mm-hmm. And then he left after Mike Holmgren left and went to Seattle as the head coach and GM. Um, and I was the assistant strength coach at the time at Green Bay. And then, um, the general manager there, Ron Wolf, said, we're going to move you up as a head guy. So I stayed there, and then Coach Reed got the job in Philly, and then we had a losing season in 2005, and our whole staff got let go. And then Coach Reed, ever an opening, brought me over to Philly. And so I've been with him around, I think, 20 years or so, you know, between Green Bay, Philly, and the Chiefs. I mean, I think that's uh, a testament to you on how, how awesome you are and how loyal you are, but also Coach Reed, like – you don't see a lot of that in the NFL no. with guys staying with with their dudes. You can that, really call them like, "Hey, that's my yeah, guy. Yeah. He's going to come with me anywhere. He's going to be there until I'm done, or he's ready to go." Because there's a ton of turnaround um, this year. And the one thing that I did miss, though, from my last two tra- training camp trips, is the Barry Rubin workouts that I got to see all the years that I played. But in that tent. That tent that no one wanted <laughs> to be, camp. no one wanted to be in the tent with rooms. Turn a little hammy injury. Uh, we, buddy, we went up, we went up curls. to, we went up to uh, training camp this year, and it was inside, so we didn't get to see Ryan take over the tent and see if it was difficult or not. Yeah, that was. Uh, I've spent some time with Rubes when I had my back injury. You, you got to figure out. Well, that's what's fun about Rubes is he's going to figure out what. Like, if you have an injury, he's going to figure out something that you can do to benefit from like you're gonna if you have a back you can you can throw up some curls you can get the arms going shoulders core you name it rubes is gonna figure out uh what's best for you is that something that you pride yourself on to yeah you just you definitely don't want to say when you're over there i don't want to hurt you right make it worse so you definitely find like the night before when i know the guys that are that are probably going to be over there with me you know i'll go over things that i know that that y'all will be able to do and um Get some benefit out of it, and and really, it keeps it makes practice go by faster when I'm over there. Yeah, in the oh, yeah. tent, I don't like the guys to be over there because I want you out there practicing. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but it does make practice go by faster when you're working with the guys over there. Going back to Coach Reed, what is it about him that, uh, like, why is he so success, successful? Why is uh, why did players love him so much? What is it about him? I think the the main thing. Coach Reed knows how to treat people. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get the best out of you. Um, he just has a way about him. Um, he's positive. He's truthful. Mm-hmm. And he gives you a chance. You know, like everybody that gets there, you know, free agents, whatever it is, I always tell them, hey, you're going to get your chance. You're right. going to get an opportunity at some point. Coach Reed's going to give you an opportunity. You know, so I think those are the – the great qualities about him. Um, he coaches in a way, um, you know, that you don't – that a lot of other coaches don't do. You know, he doesn't cuss. Right. But he gets his point across. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yes, he gets he his does. point across. So, um, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's – I mean – Did you ever feel like we did? Like you, you didn't want to disappoint him? Yes, you don't I want to disappoint I don't know how he does it. But there's something the way he you know talks to you or yeah. however he he's like you never want 
Yeah, I mean, you're like, all right, I, I disagree. We can disagree. That's fine. But like, you just never wanted to disappoint that man. And I don't know what it is and how he does it, but that's I think good, it's everyone in the buildings like that's that. That's right. That's a good point, Sherm. You don't want to disappoint, right? You don't want to disappoint. Is he the same with the coaches as yes, he is with the players? Yes, he's good. He's real good. He's he's just so loyal, right? You know, and you know, you need to be loyal back to him also, and um, and he gives you a chance, you know, and and he likes the um, people to move up within, right? You know, if you've been loyal and done a great job, you know, he's just um, he does things right, right. Yeah, I think you can see that with, uh, like you just said, if you're if you're with him and you're loyal, you do a good job, you're going to move up in coaching. There's so many guys that I can think of that were GAs, that were uh, interns, that just keep moving up, keep moving up. The new strength coach, Ryan Reynolds, he was with you. After seven years. Yeah, I was going to say seven years, and now he's the head guy over there. Have you talked to him? How, oh, yeah. How is he adjusting to everything? I right. mean, he talks to him. I ran into him and Rubes <laughs> at Spin Pizza a couple yeah, weeks ago. Sure did. We, I pulled in, and I'm like – sure that's rubes there's ryan they're sitting there having having dinner together chatting things over oh love it he he's so capable and and one of the smartest guys i've ever talked to on yep. strength and conditioning and he doesn't have a dishonest bone in his body right and will try his hardest to make everybody better and um he was definitely the right man for the job yeah um, he's so um deserving of right. the position and I know he's doing a great job and will continue doing a great yeah, job he, for the Chase. He's one of the guys. That was he was always with the skill. So I obviously dealt with a, with him a lot uh my five years with the Chiefs. And yeah, nothing but great things to say about Ryan. Ryan. Very excited that he got that job. And it seems like from what I'm talking to the guys I talk to all seem to love him. I mean, he's he's doing a great job. And great job. Keeps things. He's an extension of Ruth. Yeah, he's he, that's why I did, we were just sure. talking to Blake Bell yeah. and that's exactly what he said. He's like it's it's really not much different from when Ruse was here. It's it feels the same. He he knows kind of how to treat guys, and I think that's obviously what you pride yourself on is treating guys fairly and holding guys accountable. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was always fun to like weigh in days, especially like guys would try to not get out of it, but you would yeah, go search okay, for these guys. Okay, perfect. You got any good stories, Rubes, on on weigh in days throughout your career? You don't have to give names. Thursday morning. It's Thursday, right? No, yeah. it was Fridays. Friday mornings. Uh, yeah, Friday mornings, weigh-in day. I mean, how many how many weigh-in days did you do through your, your career? I mean, twenty six years of it. Yeah, you know? like you have to have some. You have to have some stories. Oh rooms. boy, you know, I've I have some guy. I remember a particular person. I won't name any names. You know, had to put on some weight, and he he wasn't there yet, and I was kind of waiting on him. And went over, looked in the locker, and we had been missing two five-pound plates. <laughs> and there they were sitting in his locker. <laughs> that, you know. Is that why he, we, had, we had to start weighing in just straight compression yeah. shorts? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You learn, from, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, that's right. You can't, can't, cheat, can't cheat the system there, buddy. I'll but, tell you that. But, and, you know, it just keeps guys accountable. But, you know, you're only doing it really 90% of the guys – or are perfect. Yeah, ours professionals. Are yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, you're only, you know, five, six, seven, eight guys are the only guys really on the team that need it. Either they're too light or too heavy, and you have to keep those yeah. guys accountable. But you do the whole team. Right. You know? How much day-to-day -day do you uh, – one, how much day-to-day -day are you involved with scheduling with Coach Reed? How much does he kind of let you do 
how much freedom is he giving you to kind of set what you need to do? Obviously, you have to work out a few times a week. Is that all just it's done before? Yeah, it's all done before the season starts back into spring, you know, when OTAs and all that, he'll show me the his schedule and everything. And then I'll put in where probably the best time for us to lift. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, Coach Reed's got that schedule for oh, it does. That's right. Years Going back, now. that's I mean, right. He's, he's, got it, he's got it ready. Uh, Rube, so like for your goals uh, through like a season, did you set like different goals for different times of the year? Because like you were different, obviously, the big time that we got to spend the most time with you and it was like time devoted to you and your strength department was like the first two, two and a half weeks of OTAs. Was there a goal that you tried to set every year? Anything different from maybe then to when season came? You know, during that phase, you really want to – the goal is just to get a good work capacity going the first two weeks. Just um, more volume, lower intensity, you know, to kind of have a good base to build upon from there. And – but you know, you you know, when I first got in it, we had sixteen weeks with the guys, right? And they'd have two mini camps, and they would, you know, they would set up times to go throw and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much? Yeah, so how much has the NFL changed? It's from changed your, so much, man. as far as that's concerned. Because really, you think about it, we get five weeks, two weeks when it's undisturbed. You yeah. Know, yeah, that's it. it. I mean, that's the it. only time that was. It's like you're going in, you're getting your workout in. You're running good. And you're and and that's the first two weeks, which are important, and yeah. we'll take them. And then phase two, you know, you're, y'all go out on the field. Right. But we're still lifting hard, and the running's had to change a little bit. You know, I would like to up it, had upped it a right. little bit more. And then you go into OTAs, and you're back to in-season lifting. Right. So, really, you got like five weeks, and then you're in-season lifting, and then you have your mini camp, and then everybody's gone. And um, but the good thing, you know, when when you're gone, most guys are are okay. I'm at a pretty good, pretty good shape right now. I'm in a good spot. I'm going to continue going, and you keep working hard. And then we did have that conditioning test, you know. And again, I mean, they used to. Yeah, used to. It's not like it. I mean, like not it like was. we used to have to do a gig. I mean, the first couple of years, yeah, and then it's changed with it's the changed. cba it's, it's you know? had like mm-hmm. like you just said there's so much stuff that's changed with the cba with the rules with the workload and i mean i didn't get the I, I think soft. i experienced one year of like the power, the watered down conditioning test and that was the year of covid yeah that's right. other than that i'm over there i'm doing everything possible and it wasn't rubes at all he i mean we would sit there and joke but like the groups come on you yeah. cut you gonna cut a couple yeah. he's like but I can't. Coach Reed wants to do 15. We're going to yeah. do 15. Is that, I mean, what year did you notice a huge change in kind of that workload, work management, less time with guys? Was that kind of the you know, 2019-ish? No. Maybe earlier than 18? that. No, it was 2012. Yeah. Or no, it was 2011. that early. That so, yeah, was that so early. I came in. I got drafted during the lockout, which is the, the what was the actual real lock? I would say real lockout of like, that we possibly could have done back, I think, the year after COVID. Right. But they ended up getting the deal done before anything was missed. We we missed all of OTAs. Yeah. All of, I mean, we started, I think, a couple a week into two yeah. weeks into July, getting stuff kind of ramped up, and then we we're going to go back. So, yeah, I, I think it was then it really changed, like no more two-a-days. Right. 
Um, so I didn't really know what else to expect in the NFL besides what the time that I had my 10 years in. And I, I you know, I wish it was longer for the off season for his weight training, I running that. and sprinting and oh, doing yeah. all that. I made it to practice, man. Well, but the, I, I do like the one thing I do like is the ramp up part of training camp. Yeah, when when you start practice now. Well, that was yeah, that is different even, too. Even mm-hmm. back, yeah, that was that the first started year of COVID. Yeah, and you ramp up. You go in shorts. You have hour and a half, and then you kind of go up a little bit. Then you go in the pads, you bring the time back down to an hour and a half, and you ramp that up. So I, I, I do like that. I think that helps with soft tissue, right? you know, not as much soft tissue injury. And um, I think that's been a good addition. Right. How much has the, the science of uh, strength and conditioning changed throughout your years? Was it a huge – I know Ryan loves the science of strength conditioning. How yeah, much- and you know what – Ryan's really, really good with the technology right. and everything, and he knows what's real good and what's done is not realistic. Oops, yeah, more of a nuts and bolts. Yeah. Just get down to it. We don't need all that technology. We just get after it. Yeah, I mean, so am I, but he's like, that's what I like. But uh, they're like nowadays, like you're you're talking about yeah, soft tissue and and, and, and you know what I numbers. think. The, I think to me, where the science lies is in the training program itself. Yeah. Maybe not, and there's some good stuff with technology. There right. is, um, you know, the gym aware where it measures your bar speed. That's good. You know, there's some things, but I think it's the science in the program, knowing what percentage you're using, what reps you're doing, you know, yep. each day, each week. It's just a, um, you know, and it's a progression. Well, people, but guys don't like don't know is he's talking about a longer. OTA or, you know, training program that used to start. What was it? It used to start in, like, March? It would start in Beginning March. of March? Yeah. But We'd have 16 weeks. 16, you're getting paid those 16 weeks. Yeah, that would be great. So, like, you get, yeah. you know, guys are like, I don't want to be in the building. But, like, the longer you're out of the building, the the less opportunity you get to make money. So, like, go in. Go get a work. I mean, what are you going to well, You're going to be working out at home for free. Yeah. Why don't we just go into the facility, get a – a, a two, three, you know, three hour pump in with rubes and and call it a day. Yeah, that's get what paid I, for it. Yeah, that's what I really didn't like about summers was like summer felt like it was. I would have liked way more time with you, way more time doing the strength conditioning versus the Speed, practices. Agility, yeah, because the practices wear you down, and once you start camp, it's like oh man. And then the season goes, and we're playing till February every single year, and you just start feeling worn out at the end of the year. And I think the two months that you could be doing strength conditioning, you're practicing and, and running full speed, doing cuts. And obviously that's not great for your body, but uh, we made it work. But, I mean, that was something I didn't like. I and, felt- and, you know, it, you really need, say, your season 17 mm-hmm. weeks, you need to better train that long right. before you even start it. So the the training needs to be as long as the season right. to get you prepared, maybe even longer. Mm-hmm. But you just don't, you know, you're not going to have that kind of time. But, you know, 16 weeks was good. You right. know, that is a good training cycle. Um, and you can have a break in the middle, you know, everybody leaves yeah. for a week or so. Yeah. And, did um, you did you have a goal uh, in season that you tried to get? Like you had a, a, you know, say practice squad. Did you have a goal with those guys that you wanted to see improvements through the year? Yeah, yeah we trained. Intensities pr- or however that. Don't, don't point at me like that. Well, I mean, it's your practice squad. I, just I know I am, you but were I don't. There. You were in there. Don't just like act like that was 
I mean, is that not what you were? It was, but just don't, don't oh, okay. point at me like uh, that. I don't, they say that's rude. Rube, don't point at people. Rubes, you got anything over here for him with the practice squad? What his goals were that year? Jay contributed. He contributed. He sure that. did. It takes everybody. Um, but it, it, it um, you know, the practice squad lift would lift a little bit more. Percentages will be a little higher. So, you know, we'll percent through the whole season. Now, of course, if a guy comes in and he's hurt or something, it's different. You know, um, and and we'll have a couple different types of workouts for the guys, just depending on the individual. Yep. And um, and our goal is just to keep our head above water, keep it going. You know, keep everything strong, and um, keep you explosive. And um, that that's our goal each week. Who are some of the guys that really stood out in the weight room to you over your years? I mean, you got. Besides you two, besides us, besides I, us. I mean, not maybe not Gary. Buddy, yeah, what? I'm throwing up sure. weight in there every day. Yeah, See, baby weight. Packers, Eagles, Chiefs. Name two or three guys. From you me, know, in really? Green Bay, I think I mentioned this guy to y'all before. Marco Rivera was offensive lineman that we had from Penn State, um, like a last round draft pick, and ended up being a Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. Was self made man. Just uh, ended up playing, I think, 12 years in the NFL. I think 10 with Green Bay and two maybe with Dallas. But, um, I mean, he was a stud and what a wonderful human being. You know, and, you know, also Brett Favre worked hard. I bet he could bench 350, you know. And, Scott, I mean, I said in season, I sat over there and watched him squat four or five for five reps. Stronger than me. Exactly. Well, my knees will blow out nowadays trying to do that. <laughs> but we, you know, there's, you know, um, Kabir Baja Biamelo was a hard worker. I love that. You name. know, defensive end. Yep. Um, you know, Brent Selleck. You know, he was a kind of another self-made man. Yeah. You know, at tight end. Yep. Um, awesome. Who was awesome. Uh, Michael Vick was awesome. You know. Um, Chiefs guys. A lot of them. You know, and I really mean this, that. Of and I told that my last day there, you know, I I enjoyed all three places I was at, but I think that I enjoyed Ken being here with the Chiefs the best mm-hmm. of all three places, and for some reason, the guys from the Chiefs, I don't know if they if they it was just more compliance, it was better compliance, and um, and maybe it was just the the. You know, it, you know, time has passed since I first got in it. Maybe pe- the players have gotten more educated in yep. it. Um, but yeah. but it was um, – we had some really, really great workers with the Chiefs. Um, you know, all the – from the first year all the way to now. And, I mean, I really enjoyed all the guys coming in. That was my time of the day when they come in. You brought up Brett Favre. What are the – the similarities, differences, training-wise between Pat and Brett Favre, weight room specific, that you – is there – are they the same? Are they different? What's their uh, work ethic like? Well, it's just now that I have grown a little more too, I've – I like I do little su- things different with Patrick than Brett, like we'll do dumbbell bench press. And, and he'll do front squats and trap bar deadlift and – Great things like that. So, I mean, both of them are extremely hard workers, extreme and great guys. Who's stronger? 
Well, I don't know if um, Patrick can bench 350. Can I mean, I'm going Brett Favre. I got it. Old school. <laughs> I think Brett Favre. Yeah, old school. Pat is probably more athletic, but I think weight room. Yeah, I mean, it's a different time, a different training method, like you said. Like, there's different stuff that you knew now that are probably more beneficial for quarterbacks to do than back when you first started. I mean, there's just different machines. There's different workout programs. There's just a bunch of different stuff that – that goes on, but I know you've said this before, but I think it's uh it's fun to watch quarterbacks go in and like care about lifting. Like they want to get strong. They want to get. They want to get after it. You know, every quarterback. I mean, they're all smart guys. They are, and they're all conscientious, and they're some of your first guys in the weight room. Right. They all are. And um, unless it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I was there before Roop some days. I mean, buddy, we're talking about quarterbacks here. I know, I'm just saying, I'm just, I mean, always, he can't be always the first guy in the, you know, I was there before. I mean, Winchester was there probably before you, but. No. no. I mean, you weren't there before practice, I was in there grinding. Yeah, I'd, get, I'd be in and out of there before you guys even showed up. No, 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 buddy. Like, I was, trust me, I remember. I, oh, I actually, no, you're right, you're right. You, you were in the weight room probably before me, your locker room. Was in the weight room for a couple, yeah, a couple COVID, of years. COVID year was you remember that the COVID, oh. COVID locker room. Talk about that. What your the adjustments that you had to make yeah. uh, during COVID and oh, we had you know in during COVID, we had two different weight rooms because right. you could only have ten people in there at one time. Yep. So I we remember you made that whole in the back of <laughs> yeah. uh, you know uh, um, a storage area yep. into a weight room. It was kind of cool. Like it was a good vibe in there. Like, it wasn't you know, bad. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You it go back bad. there. You know, you throw up some weight. It was with cold the, though, wasn't it? Can't remember. I don't think was it was it heated. Cold? The whole indoor wasn't heated. I thought no, it's heated, not air conditioning. No, it was cold. It was cold back. It there. was cold back there. You guys were in the storage, like the garage doors were right there. I remember those guys would bring all their equipment from in and out of practice and open that door right into the weight room. Oh yeah, yeah. you weren't there, COVID year. I was there. That was my last year. So why do you keep saying you guys? Because I didn't go back. I didn't lift back there. Are you too good? No, I lifted <laughs> at my uh, – a lot of the time, I mean, we I lifted at home a bunch. Yeah, the uh, Monday, that year Monday, Tuesdays. Because it, they were trying to keep guys out of the building. Yeah, it was up and down with it. It, it was it one was, week. It was like everyone's yeah, good to go. Yeah. And next week they're like, hey, we're shutting the building down Monday and Tuesday. And luckily – you, we lived in the same subdivision. Yeah. You were like, oh, you got everything you need. Just work out over here. <laughs> How crazy was that year for you? It How, was. Adjustment-wise. I mean, I, I, I'm just glad that was over with, and I hope it never happens again. Yeah, that was nuts. It was. It, I mean, you know, because you, you got 10 people, so we had two weight rooms. You'd have 20 guys going at one time, and you constantly had to make counting guys, make sure there's no more than 10 guys in the room. and They had cameras and everything. They had cameras. And yeah. yes. Election year's coming up. Masks, so they're gonna, they're everything. Gonna, they're going to come back with it. But yeah. it was um, – I'm just glad that's over. Yeah. Yeah. Now we don't have to worry about it. That's yeah, that right. was – the locker room was kind of the thing that pissed me off the most. was like, all right, let's throw the practice squad in the weight room. One, it takes away from the weight room. Like, you got to adjust to it. I mean, you're taking up – what was that? Fifteen lockers in there, or so. Yeah. I mean, almost half the weight room. Yeah, it's it's taking up a lot of space. You're throwing guys in there. You, I didn't feel part of the team when I was when I was in there. It's like the locker room is the part that makes the makes the being part of a team the most fun. That was you're right. That COVID, it does. But we got through it. And, yeah, we got through it. You know, and um, sometimes that's just part of it, isn't it? 
is. One guy that's having a lot of success right now was uh, one of our old buddies, Tyreek Hill. Oh, man, he's killing it. How fun is he to watch? Talk about him as a uh, weight room guy, as a person from the cheetah. Strong as can be. Strong as can be. I mean, I've seen him 405, front squat 405 for two, bench 315, I think, for three. Um, Extremely strong, explosive, you know, and such a fun loving great guy to be around yep. and um he's the best i, mi- I miss him yeah i, I talked to him, him yesterday he said yeah. uh make sure you tell rubes i said hello did you uh, he he told me to call him i tried to call him a little bit of an answer so i might call him again here soon but yeah he's he loves you and uh he he wishes you nothing but the best yeah i miss i miss tyree i don't he, think you could find someone that doesn't love rubes uh, and if you I don't and, know if, and, and if you found someone tell them to come over here we'll take them to the backyard and we'll take them to the back shed <laughs> We'll show them a little something, put them uh-huh. in that ring and see what they're I'm glad made I got of. friends exactly. like we'll y'all. Yeah, I got right. enough weights uh, in here. We'll, we'll use them on them. So your retirement life, uh, how much are you working out? What do you, uh, to the average man or woman, what do you, fitness-wise, kind of what's your routine like? How many days are you working out? What's important to work out? You know, I'm I'm working out three days a week, um, as far as lifting-wise. Yeah. And then I usually try to walk Tuesday, Thursday, and maybe do a cardio on Saturday. This um, cardio doesn't end either. I know. And and, and uh, I've been have. doing this program, which I like, I love, especially from people 30 to my age, mm-hmm. is it's called the German Body Composition Program. Okay. And it's more like um, similar to circuit training. Okay. You know, you do exercise and you get – 30 seconds to a minute, you go do like an upper body exercise and you rest 30 to 60 seconds, do a lower body exercise, just back and forth. And you have um, four pairs, so you go through eight exercises and it takes about 45 minutes, 50 minutes at the most. And um, then you're done. And you're getting, um, you know, it's like doing cardio with weights. And it's um, working with your growth hormones and – I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed doing that. And, you know, usually my whole life I've lifted for strength, even up until I started doing this. And I'll probably go back to that. You know, you don't want to stay on one thing all the time. Right. And um, I'll just use a periodization scheme for myself, you know, like doing a phase of reps of 15, then 10s and 6s. I won't go below 6s. So for the people that are listening, please tell them what you mean by strength development meaning what your numbers were back back a couple years ago i want to i want to hear this is i've always asked you this and i don't think you've ever given me a real answer i've heard some numbers through the grapevine i mean just shoot i mean come on tell me some numbers that you had back in the day this is probably when i was 25 six seven years old so this is 40 years ago come on don't um, sugarcoat it, Rubes. Give it to us straight. 440 bench, um, a 650 squat, and a 400 power clean. <laughs> the power uh, clean, it wasn't f- like you just – you did it for reps, right? No, one, tell, one rep. Tell, this okay, is what one was rep. the one – what was the that story you were telling me about how you, someone was trying to do it and you just grabbed it and started repping it out? Um. Was it three twenty five or three thirty five or something like that? It was, you know what it was. It was um, was when I was strength coaching in college. We had a guy 
that you know he's he was bragging how strong his shoulders were and everything and we were doing dumbbell bent, dumbbell shoulder press and he grabbed the hundreds and he said watch this coach and he did it. I think he did it eight times and I said I'll double what you can do and <laughs> so I did I did do it I think 19 or 20 times gives me bad memories because uh <laughs> me and Sherman were working out one day over here and what was it 225 185 it was 225. 225. Sherman said the same thing. He was, I was like, I bet you can't double or triple or whatever it was. And he said, I, I'll, I'll buy you a coffee. If, I'll buy you a coffee before the show if you can double what I did. What I, I do? I think. Like 15 or something like that? Something light. Like, no. <laughs> no you, you could do that 15 times. No, 225? He, he, did yeah. not, he did not get I could put right now. Not it then. was 275. It was 275. It was 275. It was 275. What I do twice? Uh, no, one and a half. You got it, I think six. I did that six you times. You got it six times. You were like, yeah, you're not going to beat that. And then That's I just. pretty good. I okay. rolled through it. And I, I think I got to the end and I'm like, are you sure? You yeah, you me? were just pumping it out. Made me feel bad. Now, yeah. now, Sherm, I've seen, I've witnessed this. Sherm has benched 450, inclined 405 for two reps, squatted in season for three, 600. And I think I saw him power clean 330 or 335. This is all in season. Witness that. I'd just go with Rubes, I'm telling very, you. Very impressive, Anthony. I'd go with Rubes. This guy barely works out now. Like, he's got this sweet gym. He's just in here. does, like, two lifts a day. It's kind That's of embarrassing. I know. It's, it's, it's completely different. I'm, I'm enjoying the different style lifts that you can do and not feel – like, I just get a workout, get a little sweat. Like, I don't – I don't need to be in there like I need to get this number by season or I need to get this number on squat or like, yeah, you know, I might skip leg day here and there. Or you don't have to go out and run the half gassers. Oh, Rubes. Oh, goodness. I make the – I make uh, – I was – I, <laughs> I wanted to – I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't, you'll get to this point, but, like, I can see why you really enjoyed the half gassers. I mean, you don't have to run them. It's fun to make other like people <laughs> condition. Yeah. Like I'm coaching the Rex's youth football program, and, and and the best part of my day is the end of practice when I can say, "Get on the line." I walk just casually walk over to the other side, and I was gonna have him do half gassers down and back. And Jordan Jordan Devy coaches with me, um, and he's like, oh, "But I think maybe we just go, you know, kind of have him come down and." Do it four times, like, you know, we'll do quarters that way. And I was like, all right, yeah, we'll do that. So then now I just, I love being able to tell the kids, hey, get on the line. I don't count them. I don't count them. Like, I don't have them gotten down. Yeah. I haven't gotten the Rube special counting gonna, technique yeah, I was yet. Gonna ask they that. don't need to stop watch. No, was, they don't need to stop watch yet. <laughs> just make it. Just make it and hustle and run all the way That's through. Right. But I, 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 I get it. Why I get now. I'm like, this is awesome. I don't have to worry about this. Is that a trick that you have on the stopwatch? Cause like sometimes you run the gassers and you'll count it out. Like if the skills have 16 seconds, you'll start counting at 13. And like some days it felt like you were going fast. Some days slow. Is that something that you were always uh, accurate on, or you kind of give the boys a little break sometimes. Uh, I try. I tried to be consistent. Now I started counting when I saw everybody take off. Yeah, you know, and um, so at least you got to step out. No, he was definitely consistent with his timing. It, it was. It was a. He would. He would help. He would help guys out. He would help the team out. It, he. He knew. He. He had a good temperature on the team, and and. Uh, 
what we needed. I mean, the worst was when we would do that. We'd get up. We'd feel great. I mean, getting up that morning, the best you felt. You've had a couple days off from working out to prepare for training camp. Your body feels great. You're like, oh, you get out of bed. You're excited. You run the conditioning test. Everything is downhill from there. Yeah. The way your body feels. And then a couple hours later, only, what was it, three, four hours later, Come we were back, back on practice. the field. And that's when you, we talked about this a bunch. You're like, I just wish. And I think a lot of guys, I think they've done away with that now. I, I think, think so. I think if you just had to get in, 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 we would go conditioning test, three, four hour break, and then back on the field for, I mean, a lighter practice, lighter but still practice. a practice. All right. Um, you just set your body up so poorly for the rest of training camp. Like, I mean, it was an afternoon practice. And then we'd turn back around and have a morning practice. I mean, granted, it wasn't full go. It was, wasn't pads. But I think they've been, and this wasn't on you. This wasn't on coach. This is just how it was. Um, I think they've done away with that. I think they get up now and just do. And I don't know if you did it or maybe you guys did it last year. I don't know. Just got up and did the conditioning test and then had the rest of the day off. That's right. That's what it was I'd, I'd last those year. Days. I know. Yeah, those uh I remember exactly what you were talking about. I think uh, I don't think I don't think I hurt my back that that first practice back after the uh, the conditioning test. I feel like it was like the next morning. I think I think it was the next day. But yeah, man, that was uh, if it would have been nice to have it just the conditioning test and then you're off the rest of the day, just a couple meetings and get right into the swing <laughs> of camp. But I remember on the condition test, and you know on the skill guys that that was a tough time for y'all to have to make and. The cheetah would let everybody get a head start on them, and then he'd take off. Remember the time he went backwards? And then backwards. <laughs> he zigzagged. He's unreal. I mean, he was so fast. He could play games like that. <laughs> yeah, it pisses and, you off. And, I mean, I think I, Rubes was like, just, just just don't get hurt. I mean, you make your time, but it, just don't get hurt doing anything like that. I remember he would go backwards. He would go from this side across to the other side, diagonal across. Like, he would give the guys would, like a 25-yard like uh, like head start and go finish in front of him. Trust me, I, I mean, I was running right next to him the whole time. So well, You weren't a, next to him. I mean, you start, maybe it started next to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like oh, You okay. start next to him, you see him, you're like, all right, I'm not going to win this run. This guy can win it whenever he wants. But, yeah, it was uh, – and, man, Tyreek, he's a different character. He is. He is. Different. Is a special. He seems to bring uh, like that, just that fun energy of football wherever he goes. No like, doubt. You see what the Dolphins are oh, doing yeah. now. It's like that's what the Chiefs look like for 2018, 2019. Like yeah. there was no better team to watch on TV. The entertainment factor was there, and it seemed like everybody was just enjoying being around each other. Because on defense, you you better pay attention to him. You know. <sighs> yeah, to see what he does because he'll mean, light you up, man. For so. So a lot of people probably don't realize, but like during training camp and on the road or home games, whatever it was, there's bed check. There's and bed you check. guys are, are checking the bedrooms. Not a, you're we're going in making sure the guy's in his bedroom. Um, and I and I know for a fact, and I want you to be honest. How many store bed check stories do you have that are funny? That you, I mean, I know Colquitt has probably done some things to you. That I, I want, I want you to, I want you to elaborate what what happened during your your years. With, and, and, with, you know, who, what was the main? He's the worst. He's was the, it, it, yeah, he's okay. the worst. He's the only guy that did anything just nuts. Yeah, I mean, what was some of the stuff? You, you he know, did? he'd be, you know, you go in and open the door, and he'd be sitting in his chair, <laughs> acting like he's sleeping butt naked. <laughs> 
That's the last thing I wanted to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you went in knowing you it was. Oh, you didn't know what it was going to be. Oh, you but, knew it was going to be something. Yep. I mean, I think that's what he does now. I think that he, he attempt not what he does now, but like, didn't he always try to get the someone new? He'd always ask you. I think after he'd get you, he'd ask be like, "Oh, Rubes, who, who's who's new doing it this year?" Because I tell me what day he's doing it. Oh yeah, Eve or something. Eve something. Doesn't he have some more of those? Like you, you have a couple more. You can tell, don't you? Oh, I mean, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was to Barry or or Shafe or Trav or Trav or Ryan or any of the guys that did bed check. And I think you might have done it once a week or I did it on home games, home games. And then you did do it during training camp or no? I didn't have to do it during training. Okay, camp. Okay, well then I think your assistants did it yes. during training camp. I think was it Greg? He got Greg one year, I think. He probably got everybody. Oh, he got everyone. But I, I, there was one time that he he was supposed – I didn't see it. So, I don't know. This is just what he – and he plays it like – I mean, he he put a snakeskin in the, the Coco Keys – in Cairo Santos and Aaron Murray's bedroom. He dropped a snakeskin. And they almost like quarantined the entire hotel – because they thought there was a snake in the vents and he refuses to this day. And I, he won't, I mean, I don't have a hundred percent confirmation, but I'm like, I know he won't he, admit he, it. He will never admit it. You could talk to him to his blue in the face. He will never admit it. It was one time that he was, um, he got a cigarette that I don't know how he got a cigarette, but he had a cigarette in a thong and with a, a, a empty beer can and he was sprawled out in a thong with a hand, cigarette hanging out of his mouth, beer like he was passed out from drinking and smoking the cigarette. And they walk in right as he's – and he's got, like, lights. Like, I don't know if he put lights in there or not. Got but like, these lights. They're shining on him. So the only way you could see it was that. That's what you had to see. The ultimate jokester. I mean, he's done stuff in your weight room here. Like, he's done a few things that... Oh, yeah, he's drawn... I don't know how... No, he, yes. You don't want to speak of, but I mean, he's done some things that he won't admit to. And it you should know be it's down, down by now. I think it's down. I think it's down. I don't think you got the other thing down. No, I mean, I went, I'm going to erase that. He put a, a... He drew a dick on your... Uh, yeah, they, on your... He got up on the rafters, Rubes. And that thing's like 20 feet high. I don't know how. And put in and and drew a, a dick and balls on the on the rafters. I'm, I'm, warming, I'm, war I'm warming up one day, okay. and I'm like, I don't know why I'm looking up. I looked up, I'm like... Sherm, did you, uh, somebody, was somebody over here, or the guys that built this place, do something to your rafter up there? And no. he checked it out, and we had to, uh. Did you get it off? I, no, that I, would, I mean, well, I'm, no, I'm not getting that off. That's, I mean, you can't, you that's, unless you're really looking there. at it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to rent, like, something from Home Depot to get it out. But he came up here oh. and, and stood on the railing of the, the overlook and threw, uh, uh, a flag sticker, a pride flag sticker on top of the, I don't know how he did it. And Winchester's over here with him doing it. It's, it's Winchester too. Both those guys. Yeah. Gonna have, you know, they're beauties. specialists. Specialists yeah. of pranksters. They yeah. have so much time on their hands. They got to figure something out to, to get going. But man, those guys, Coco, those stories were so funny. Like the naked box outs he would do in the way or in the uh, locker room. When <laughs> it's guys that don't know him either. He'd tell he'll be coming out of the shower and like guys will be playing basketball. Well, he'd get guy. in the hot tub with shorts. You know, he'd be in there long enough. There'd be a couple guys that get in. Everyone's hanging around, and then he'd get out with no shorts on, and then everyone's like, wait, you've been in this thing the whole time with no shorts? 
And he's like, well, yeah, I was in the hot tub. You're not supposed to wear shorts in here. And then the guys would be like, wait, what? So, yeah, there, there'd be t- plenty of times. And I know you experienced uh, a couple of those groups throughout your Man, he's throughout a, your time. He's a character. He's They're, a character. They don't make him like him anymore, no. though. There's, there's not a guy like him. Definitely not the – like, he was somebody that's like – I don't know, you, just, you're, you get to the Chiefs, it's like somebody that will not teach you the NFL way, but, like, just break the ice – Right away, as soon as you as soon as you greet him, he's gonna do something funny, something that'll make you laugh, and like kind of freaked out by him. Honestly. Yeah, I see. It. Yeah, I see him. Yeah. All yeah. right, Rubes. A couple couple more questions for you. Um, if you had to pick right now, who who do you think is a, a strong Super Bowl contender? You know, I I was looking at it today. I think there's six teams that separate themselves from everybody else: three in the AFC and three in the NFC. And the NFC, I think it's um, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas. And then the AFC, it's Kansas City, Miami, and um, Buffalo. I think those are the six teams. Do you root for the Chiefs? Yes. Root for Coach Oh, Reed. yes. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going um, to watch them play the Packers up in Green Bay. You know, when – Honorary captain? Uh, no. <laughs> On December 3rd. And Hall of my, Fame. And my He's co- getting his – and my cousin, my cousin lives there. He's a huge Packer fan, and <clears throat> he has a, um, a suite. And I asked him if I could sit up there. He goes, yeah, but who are you pulling for? And I said, well, who do you think? The Chiefs. You know, he got Coach, kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. He's said, kicked out. Coach Reed's there. Yeah. You know? It's like um, me with the Yankees. Yanks in town this weekend. Yeah, I think. I got Rubes coming in the game. We'll be there. Last weekend of the season. Tell us about, I mean, have you been, have you, You how many baseball games have you caught? You know what I did? This was outstanding. This was um, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. I have a buddy that's the assistant pitching coach for the Orioles. And he called me up, knew I was retired, and said, hey, we're playing up in Toronto. It's my favorite place to play. Why don't you come up? Stay at the hotel and come to a couple games. So I did it. Stayed at the hotel, got to ride the team bus to the to the game, ate with the team in the clubhouse, and then hung out there all day, watched the game, got on the team bus, went back to the hotel, did that for two days. And um that was so much fun. Yeah. I used I, to be Rube's team bus. He did. I was I was Rube's team bus for for him. I'd pick him up, bring him to the hotel, bring him to the stadium. I mean, I don't know if you're on that level, Gary, with us, but I mean, Sherm, Sherm. I went to a Rolls game one time with Sherm, and he said, "We're going to park right next to the stadium." I said, "Sherm, how do you? How can you do that? You don't have a pass or anything." When and was this? This oh, was a couple years back. Few, few years, yeah, a few. Years. And he said, "Yo, Rube, we're going to park right next to it where the players park." Oh yeah. So Sherm pulls up in there, and you know, and Sherm goes, "Just don't look at him. Don't look at the, you know, yeah, the, the people you belong, directing." Act like you belong. Yeah, drive right by him. Don't look just, at him. And he just wheeled right up there. They were all kind of because he didn't have his pass, but he wouldn't look. Don't look. Don't look. And he pulled right up in there, hey, right front row. Come on now, just a rule break. I had to get man. my. Oh, listen, me <laughs> and Rubes, breaking the law. Me and Rubes sat Game Six of the World Series, three rows up at the Royals game. We actually have a picture. Guess the Mets. 
No, no. Sure did. There's a picture. And there was we're a in picture. It. We, I, I, yeah, because we went. To, we went to opening day the following year, and we found ourselves in the picture. And I bought the picture. It's in my house. I got one like too. Just randomly, yeah. Like a picture of the stadium. Picture or? of the stadium. No, of that like, game. Of like that game. We were there. Of the World Series game. And they put us. I mean, it was. It wasn't just like it was the entire crowd, but we could. We knew where our seats were, and we found ourselves. Could see just me and Rube sitting there watching the game. Be nice, man. Saying. Well, me and Rubes talk about baseball like every single day, so there's that. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite sports. I'd say, what's your uh, who's you who's you go to for baseball? Then who, I mean, who right now? Who right do you now, I'm, you know, I'm pulling for the Baltimore Orioles because of my buddy. Yeah, that's who I'm pulling for. Um, Atlanta Braves are going to be tough to beat, but you never know. You know, some teams just get, get hot, hot and things. Right yeah, yeah, and things go right for them. Um, Sometimes the best team don't, you know, doesn't win. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you had to pick that, you would think the Braves. But I'm pulling for the Orioles. Yeah, they. There's going to be some good October, November baseball this oh, year. There's I a love, lot of really good teams. I, I love. You we got, should come over here and watch a. I know. Watch a game. When do you go to Florida? Um, probably be near Christmas, oh, November, we December. We got plenty of time. Over yeah, yeah. So that this it is. You're right. The best time in the year. Baseball playoffs are going, college football's going, yep. NFL's going. You know, it's awesome. And Things the, and the weather's up. starting to change, so oh, yeah. it's a good time of the year. We need that. No doubt. I'm really looking forward to the uh, little chai tea, Rubes. Some chai tea jeans weather. Yep, that's uh, it. That's Rubes' specialty right there. Chai tea? Or chai tea. No. What's your favorite uh, protein brand snack? You were – you were known for putting out the good stuff in the weight room. Every every single year, there'd be some type of new uh, protein cookie or protein bar that guys would go I, to. I tell you who has a great bar to me. One of my favorite is by First Farm. Sherm turned me on to them. They're in St. Louis. Right here. Their their bars are are great. Top notch. Top notch. Really good. Nutrition wise, has obviously from your early years to now how much does that go on you especially with the chiefs i can't remember i feel like there's a nutritionist but it's like kind of like just a consultant yeah Yeah. you you were i felt like you were kind of in charge of the nutrition how much i helped uh, a little bit with that it probably not a ton Mm -hmm. you know most teams do have a nutritionist um because they are very helpful um and and far as the supplement, it's changed a lot since when I first got in. Now it's just get, mainly Gatorade right. products are in the locker rooms. And back then you could get just, just about anything you wanted. Monopoly, yeah. Did you ever – uh, Now the players can get whatever they want. Right. Did you ever think Sherman was on steroids? No. Any, any, no. any guys – Because he's big all the time. I mean, not anymore, though. He's kind of – if you walk by him and kind of brush him, he's kind of look, he's softer. He's a little pudgy. We got to get him back in the weight room, grinding in the five a.m. But buddy, I'm not listen, grinding listen, at five a.m. Come on, no reason just, to. It's easy. There's no reason to. It's not know, like I got anything else going on the rest of the day. I'm sitting over here at two thirty on a Tuesday. I'm about to go leave to get my kids. No, you gotta you gotta get in there, grind with me a little it, bit. If Sherm was on steroids, he'd be benching probably six hundred pounds. Were there any guys that you ever coached that were on the juice, I'm sh- not that I know of. Um, you know, if I had to guess, probably. You know, I mean, I can't. Didn't guys used to be like bigger. I feel like guys. You know, I know at one time now when I was coming up, 
in the seventies and eighties and probably in the sixties there were guys well, taking Bill, it. Bill Romanowski. But, but you know, back then you didn't know all the effects of yeah. it. You know, it's yeah. and it's so harmful you kinda playing Russian roulette with your life by taking it. That's true. But when you're twenty five years old, you you know Hey, just time and effort you, with the rubes. Yeah, that's Time right. and effort with the rubes. That's why I got this way. Hard work, baby. Hard work pays off. Well, Rubes, man, we really appreciate you coming on. This is obviously an honor, our second ever guest. So uh, we hope to get you back on when you're down in Florida, get you on a Zoom call. Anytime. And, uh, I mean, he's going to be sitting there at the beach, feet up after his nice little pump he got. Yeah, what's, what's, walk what's, on the beach. What's next in your in your life? You. Are you completely it, retired? You want to work with I would some like, other teams I, down there? I would there? like to do something, you know. Baseball, um, baseball spring training. We kind of talked uh, talked about that a little bit. Yeah, before. that's a possibility. Um, or just you know, there in Vero Beach, maybe there's some possibilities for me there. I mean, there there's possibilities for anyone that doesn't think Rubes is the best at what he does. Uh, it would be it would be a privilege for them to have you be a part of their organization, their gym, you know, for you to be their personal trainer, whatever it is you do after, you know, this next year or so, um, it'll be fun to, to, to say I had you as a strength coach and, and for my kids to know you and they always do. And, um, but for, for me, it'd be, it'd be fun to watch you, you know, give back, you know, work with some youth athletes. I think you would be. That would be, that would be fun. And hopefully there'll be. High school, maybe be college kids. Yeah, it'd be, it would be fun. And um, hopefully there'll be something come my way. Um, I just don't want to do not anything. Right. Barry Rubin Strength and Conditioning. Yeah, that's, that's where they get sent. You want, you want a freak? You send them down there for a couple months. <laughs> He'll come back bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them all hooked up. But, yeah, we appreciate you coming on, Rubes. You're the best. Yeah, no, y'all are the best. And thank you so much for yeah, having me. Absolutely. And, and really enjoy hanging out with you guys. You're the man. I Thanks, miss Rubes. Y'all. I miss y'all.